This episode of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by the 2017 Greek Island Longevity Retreat to Ikaria, the island where people forget to die. To find out more and to join Damien, myself, and an intimate group of 100 Not Outers, go to www.100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and here I am with the king of the naturopaths, the great man, the Wellness Couch co founder, Wellness Guys co founder, Dr. Damien Christoph. Legend, how are we? Marcus Pierce. Now, you know you're the king, but uh, this beautiful woman on the big screen behind us is the queen of the naturopaths, the newest member of the Wellness Couch, a neighbor of mine, a great friend of Sammy Gowling, who's joined us here on 100 Not Out many times. Absolutely. If you haven't listened to it, it's shiny, healthy you. Now, I'm not biased, but I think you and I have both been featured on Shiny Healthy You, which must mean that it's, it's a... probably one of the best podcasts in town. Absolutely. And the sure. host of... If not the best. Probably better than 100 Not Out. And, and the Wellness Guys. Yep. Just number one. That paleo show. Yep. It is off. the 22nd Done. podcast on the couch. It's the latest. It's the greatest. And it's hosted by the great Jules Galloway. Jules Galloway from Byron Bay. Welcome to 100 Not Out. Woo! Thank you so much for having me. I'm just, I'm so glad that we got pegged as king and queen and not the court jesters. That's just made my day. <laughs> Would right, I call yes. you guys the court jesters? Well, I don't know. Well, that'd be you. You'd have to hand over your baton. Well, okay, here we go. We're playing ball. Let's get into it. Julesy, <laughs> you have a wonderful story to tell. It's wonderful because it is rags to riches. And as a naturopath, um, you're now able to share a lot of that wisdom with humanity. It's wonderful to have you on the wellness couch sharing it through the digital space. Now, I'd love to know for people that don't know why it is that you're a naturopath. You've got, a, a, again, a varied story, but one that truly is one that was challenging for you and you're able to overcome it. Would you be kind enough to share with people why it is that you're doing what you do today uh, because of that adversity? Wow. How long have you got? Um, have we, we've got 17 we've got and a half hours. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You'll get the nutshell version then. Uh, so I, okay, so you, you did mention the rags to riches bit, so I, I guess I better fill everybody in. Uh, I grew up in not a very fun household um, with some people who didn't treat me very well and I left home when I was 16 years old and I was actually homeless for a period of time uh, and I at that time lived in like what they call uh, youth accommodation, which is like housing commission for kids where they send you a social worker once a week to make sure you're not pregnant or shooting up or anything like that. So it was pretty rough. Um, and I lived in a, a really dodgy, dodgy, dodgy area of Melbourne and saw some things that a 16-year-old should probably never have to see. So if anyone's watching out there and you've got a a child who's 15, 16, you're probably just going, <gasps> but yeah, so I grew up pretty quickly. Um, Did you grow up near me? Did you grow up near Danny and all? No, I was on the other side. Um, so I actually grew up out Keelor Way, but when I went into this um, this crisis accommodation, I was actually out in St. Albans, oh. um, which is 
There's nice what? parts of St Albans, I've been told. Wayne, and there's Wayne not, from St Albans, not, wasn't it? Was yeah. it Wayne from St Albans? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I, I actually did have a boyfriend for a while out there whose name was Wayne, so I really... Wayne-o! Hello to Wayne-o, who's listening. Help shape Jules the way she is Pretty sure he's not watching, so we're safe. Yeah, so, you know, the first the first few years were, you know, out of home were pretty rough. I also lived opposite a Hungry Jack's and a McDonald's and a KFC and there was a Red Rooster within 200 metres. So I never learned to cook and my idea of cooking at that time was two-minute noodles with Country Harvest or four dim sims in the microwave with the bowl over the top uh, so that you can steam them. So that oh, takes us, you know, a couple yeah, of minutes. Right. Nice. Uh, so that that was really the extent of, of how I ate and how I cooked. And um, if it was uh, Oz Study Week and I had my Oz Study, you know, I think it was $120 a week we would get. Um, then after I had bought my vodka and whatnot, I would buy some cheese to go on the two-minute noodles with the country <laughs> Sounds like my story. This, this is, is amazing. This is the host of 100 Not Out and the host of Shiny Healthy You bringing to you their teenage, early 20s diets. And now we're naturopaths helping the planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we call it rags to riches. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had to push it to the other end of the spectrum so we could say we'd been there, right? Yeah, and that's it. So, yes, I was in and out of some pretty dodgy homes and some pretty dodgy areas with some pretty uh, interesting and colourful flatmates and uh, eventually I failed year 11 twice, dropped out of high school and uh, launched myself out into the world and, uh, you know, tried a few different jobs uh, and they didn't go so well. Uh, and I ended up working in the lovely part of Melbourne that is the uh, nightclub industry, the type where you may dance around on tables with poles attached to them. So, this is an incredible story. Wow, how's this? This is rem- <laughs> this is getting more Hollywood by the minute, Julesy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, not not the good Hollywood movies either. Uh, so that you know, I actually turned out to be quite good at that uh, because I did have a dance background and. I ended up doing that for about 10 years and I ended up being one of Melbourne's like most booked out showgirls. We were you on the billboards when we were driving along Punt Road or driving past the MCG? Would we see you on you, big... You may have seen my face before. And I knew you were familiar. And hopefully <laughs> <that's my face. laughs> Well, there you go. It's from JulesGalloway.com, Damien. That's it's not right. from anything you've seen on billboards. No. It's from websites. Yes. Yeah, that's yes, right. I, yeah. I, I believe I have, I have worked in many different men's establishments. So if you have attended a Bucks party, chances are I was there too um, in Melbourne in the sort of late 90s and early 2000s. So it turned out I ended up being quite good at that job and was fairly booked out doing shows at all kinds of men's establishments for about a decade. And that kept me really fit, but it didn't keep me healthy. And during that time, my diet, I, you know, got launched into the kind of that low fat, low calorie, keep yourself skinny for work kind of thing. And I found myself getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And I went into, you know, my skin wasn't great. I kept getting sort of puffy and gaining weight. And uh, even though I was eating low fat, low calorie, it just, I wasn't feeling good at all. And uh, I had 
just about every annoying, niggly little health issue under the sun, like just recurrent tonsillitis, recurrent chest infections, recurrent everything. And I started getting really anxious and really depressed. And uh, I had a, you know, I had a bit of a health crisis and it got to a point where enough was enough. And I went to see a naturopath and they helped me out a huge amount, huge, huge, huge amount. Cause I was also partying a lot in my spare time at that time. And so there was a fair bit of liver work that needed to be done, a fair bit of to modify my diet in line with what I'd been told I was intolerant to by said naturopath and my health just started to turn around hey like it was amazing how how much it came along in leaps and bounds and how you know things like depression and anxiety and uh, all those niggly little sort of immune system conditions just started to drop away one by one by one and I thought there's something to this and I really always before I'd had that sort of teenage crisis and ended up going off the rails before all of that I always wanted to help people and I'd wanted to be a nurse the funny thing was uh, I wanted to be a ballerina and then I wanted to be a nurse and then I wanted to be a book author and I ended up being a dancer and a naturopath and now a writer and um and podcaster so Pretty much it, yeah, pretty much it turned out the way that uh, I'd envisaged. It was just slightly, you know, slightly different in the details. Uh, but, yeah, I'd always, always been a really idealistic kid when I was really little and I always wanted to help people. Uh, it's just that I, I had experienced along the way some family members uh, being really, uh, you could even say they were damaged by the medical system uh, they had definitely been treated by the medical system for certain health conditions and ended up worse off. And I had, so I'd, I'd become very skeptical of mainstream medicine and very wary of going to doctors for certain health issues. So heading down that line of natural health and naturopathy was really the natural next step for me. And when I ended up having my own health uh, helped by a naturopath, I thought, I want to really get into this and study this and get to know all of this. And more reading I did and the, and the more, the more uh, interest I had, the more I thought, I need to start planning for my future because I'm going to turn 30 and once I turn 30, I don't really want to be taking my clothes off for a living anymore. And I thought this might be a good time to think about my future. So in my mid-20s, I decided to study naturopathy. And uh, by the time I was 30 years old, I was out and working as a naturopath and not dancing anymore. And that was 10 years ago. And so much has happened since then. uh, Because once you start on that health path, you end up, it's like layers in an onion, you end up peeling off a layer, and then you find another layer underneath, and then you peel off that layer. Then you find another layer that you didn't know about, and each and layer all, makes you cry a little bit. And each of those bit. layers makes you cry. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's what onions do, right? It's exactly yeah. what onions do. Exactly now, Julesy, you're, you're talking a wonderful story here, and I love. And I, I mean, my, one thing I'm learning and just thinking about my own life and listeners, and even your story as well, is that when you improve your health, yeah, and you do have a higher standard on nutrition and healthy lifestyle, it massively benefits so many other areas of your life, particularly in, in this case, life purpose and career yeah. um, and how you want to spend your time. Um, and just 
I think a lot of people are, are often thinking, well, you know, if I do what I love, then I'll improve my diet. But sometimes you've actually got to flick, flip the other switch and go, in order to really isolate and define what it is that you want to do with your life, you've got to start looking after yourself. And sometimes you don't know, uh, you don't see beyond the symptoms. I'm only, I'm eating well to, um, help get over this cold or to lose some weight or whatever. But it's far bigger than that. You know, when you start eating well, you start having better thoughts. You start feeling better about yourself and the rest. And, and I'm, I'm grateful to you, Jules, that you've gone into the detail of the rags to the riches because what you were probably about to say is that in the next, you know, 10 years of your life, you've built on the momentum of those seismic shifts that you made um, in your health. But what I'd love to know is these days now, the people that come to you, what type of challenges, you know, are they presenting with? Obviously, you can empathize with them, but what type of challenges do you find you seem to attract from people and, and how do you go about helping people these days? There's a bit of a saying in the entrepreneurial industry and, and coaching industry as well. I, I hear a lot of people saying that your customer is probably the person that you needed four to five years ago. And I set out thinking that that was it because four to five years ago, I was still feeling pretty anxious and overwhelmed and burned out. And at that time, I was a naturopath, but I still wasn't terribly healthy because I was working my butt off um, for other people in Melbourne, working maybe up to 60 hours a week. I was doing a lot of travel. I was working for vitamin companies and ended up being a very corporate type burned out person. So when, you know, in the last sort of 12 months, I was really focusing on helping women who were aged kind of 35 to 45 years old who are feeling extremely burned out. They're probably suffering from adrenal fatigue. They know they need to change their diet, but maybe they're not sticking to it 100%, which is exactly where I was four to five years ago. I knew which food intolerances I had, but I'd still go out and eat those foods with friends because I didn't want to be that guy who was like the one who calls the waiter over and goes, oh, excuse me, um, does that have gluten in it? Because I can't have gluten. Oh, it's only got a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, I can have a little bit. You know, I didn't want to be that guy. So I, I found myself really starting to work with women who are at that kind of point. And then in the last 12 months, I've also been diagnosed with a condition called pyrrole disorder or pyroluria, um, which also uh, it explains a lot of the the anxiety and the depression and the food intolerances and all of that sort of stuff. So that's an underlying issue that I had. That's it's a blood disorder that ends up meaning that you can't detoxify as easily. You end up with B6 and zinc deficiencies, and you need specialist vitamin treatment to get over it and nutritional therapy to get over it. So um, I have been attracting a lot of those people since I started writing blog posts about when I found out I had this pyrrole disorder. Suddenly, I had a bunch of people on my doorstep going, I've got it too, and I can't find anyone who can help me, and can you help me? So I had to learn about that really quickly. Very quickly, yeah. Um, yeah, and now I've also discovered I've got a, a genetic, uh, lovely gene mutation, pesky little thing called MTHFR, so I've been doing a lot of learning about that, and what do you We know? won't say what we call that, Jen, will we? No, don't yeah, we? Well, I think Jules yeah, calls it the same thing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what I said when I opened up the test results. But <laughs> yeah, so um, it seems to be that whatever I find out that I need to heal in myself, those people end up on my doorstep asking to be healed as well. So I, whenever I find out these things about myself, I find I have to hit the ground running uh, because I know those people are about to knock on my doorstep, uh, on my door. So uh, I, I ended up 
finding my little niche through healing myself and through digging and digging and digging. Like I said, peeling off those layers, not just stopping at, okay, I know I need to be gluten-free, I know I need to be dairy-free. I, I didn't stop at that. I kept going and went, why do I need to be gluten-free? Why do I need to be dairy-free? Why is this affecting me more? Why, why is it that when I eat gluten, I feel awful and other people can get away with it? What's What's actually going on underneath the surface? So I found myself in a little niche of naturopathy that specializes in a lot of functional testing. I send a lot of people away for blood testing, urine testing. You know, I want to I want to look at their the levels of the stress hormones in their body. I want to know whether they've got any of these underlying gene issues that might be contributing towards their situation. These are the sorts of things that naturopaths have only been doing for a short time. Uh, and I'm finding it really, really helpful in my practice. And then the other thing that I started to do was create a program for women because after I'd seen them and said, all right, well, we know you've got this problem. So, hey, you need to eat gluten-free. You need to eat dairy-free. Hey, you might even need to go paleo for a while until we get all that inflammation and some of these underlying issues under control. And by the way, come back in six weeks and let me know how you go. And they'd be like, what do I eat? What do I do? How do I do this? And I'm really stressed. How do I relax? And what sort of exercise should I do? And uh, and I found that in my practice, I was spending a lot of time coaching women through these steps, but it was the same steps over and over and over. And I thought, I'm just going to make a program for these women that is going to support them and coach them and give them step-by-step actions they can take rather than just lump the whole thing onto them all at once. That so, sounds great, Jules. Jules, that, is that a program people can buy online only on your site? Yeah, so that program's called Shiny Healthy You, Fatigued to Fabulous in 12 Weeks, and it's a 12-week step-by-step program that takes out the overwhelm and helps women to find their shine again, but in a gradual, sustainable way rather than an overwhelming way. And that's available at shinyhealthyyou.com. And yeah, and there's like a, a beautiful page there that explains all the different modules and how it's all how it's all panned out for you. But it's delivered in video format mostly, so that you can just sit down and relax and watch videos step by step uh, as you go. Well, that uh, little plug might just shut down the internet because it's going to fly to that right now. Hey, Jules, I'm going to change take a little bit. Um, you're doing something that both Marcus and I love. And uh, and that is uh, that is exercise. And you're uh, you're going to be competing um, in the the Pan Pack Masters Games. Now uh, I thought that was for old people, and then I was doing the maths in my head, and I thought you must uh, be younger uh, than me. But you, you're almost she is younger than you. You're almost Definitely. as nearly as old as me, though. Yep. Looking at the maths, because uh, to be able to compete in the Masters means you've got to be over, I think, thirty-five, doesn't it? Now, do you know when Jules told me about this, I was like, I was so excited. I was like, <laughs> damn, I'm not going to do it, and we are going to do this, not at the same event, but we're we, doing table tennis. We're doing table tennis table together. Tennis, yeah. But the challenge is that this year, when our one hundred not out lifestyle live event is on. Mm. The pan packs have decided that's the weekend. That's the weekend. Oh, so, November. so our dream of doing a Masters Games together, taking home gold for Australia in the over four, what would it be thirty-five to forty-five? Yeah, age group, big ten years. Yep, uh, we're going to have to put that dream off just for a little bit because November twelve and thirteen, we're uh, in Melbourne for one hundred not out lifestyle live weekend. But Julesy, what are you doing? What are you in the doing, Masters Jules? Games? What are you going to be doing? I'm going to have to carry the wellness couch banner all by myself. <laughs> in what discipline? And 
in the discipline of beach volleyball, which yeah. I have played a lot of uh, in Melbourne, in, I haven't played a lot of it in the last five years. So I'm currently working with my beautiful local personal trainer, Candace Briggs, who's also one of my best friends, and she's whipping me into shape. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a mission because uh, Are you it's getting whipped into shape years. just because you have to wear the uh, obligatory uniform, the beach volleyball uniform? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. and yeah. let's Regardless just say the, the, the last time I played a Masters event uh, was in Melbourne and it was about six years ago and I ended up on page three of the Geelong Advertiser and the photo was this big. It took up most of page three. And my husband made this wonderful joke. He's like, oh, you always wanted to be a page three girl. I was going to say, <laughs> that's a page three girl written all over it. Yeah, you wanted to be a ballerina. You're not yeah. being a dancer. You wanted to be an author. You're blogging. I mean, you want to be a... Page three, girl, there you go. There you the are. Geelong Addy, done. Page three of the Geelong Addy. I have peaked in life and I was, I had the worst look on my face and I was actually like reaching to dig a ball and like there were roll, like they, they, they wouldn't have been rolls if I'd been standing up straight, but let's just call them cr- tummy creases, shall we call them? And <laughs> yep. I was shorts and a crop top doing that. So this time I'm going to be prepared. If I'm going to be out there playing beach volleyball in beach volleyball attire, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to look the part and feel the part. So I don't want to break anything. I am in the 40 to 45 age group, just so you know. Uh, I snuck into that one over the last few months. So last time I was in like, the, I, I think beach volleyball, you can enter masters after you're 35. But uh, yeah, now I'm into the next category, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, so I think I've got about uh, – it's in the, the start of November, so I've I've got less than 10 weeks to prepare, I believe. And so, yeah, it's, it's a bit of an operation happening here at the moment to make sure that I'm fit and healthy and feeling really good in Jules beach volleyball the, uh, by Jules that stage. Jules could do the robots method with me. Jules could do the ropes with you and uh, add that to her regime. Jules, it's been an absolute pleasure to have That's you on great. 100 Not Out. All the very best at the Masters Games. But again, a sincere welcome to the Wellness Couch. You've been running for a while now, but we've had this is the first opportunity we've had to officially welcome you on 100 Not Out and to the Wellness Couch. Continue doing your magnificent work, sharing your love, enthusiasm, knowledge, and inspiration with humanity. Get on board Shiny Healthy You folks, both the podcast version and the online program. All of the links are in the show notes. Jules, as we'd like to wish all of our guests on 100 Not Out, Jules Galloway, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. It's been great, Damien. Thanks, Thanks again, great. as Thanks, always, Marcus. for your wisdom. Folks, there are many ways to connect with us. You can go to our Facebook page, 100 Not Out, or facebook.com forward slash 100 Not Out. To find out more about Damo, go to damienchristoph.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And for 100 Not Out, whether it's Ikaria 2017, 100 Not Out Live, go to 100notout.com for all the information. Until next time, folks, continue yourself to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.